How is everybody doing today? My name is Tom. I'm coming to you live from the rabbit hole. Well, it's live now. You guys will get it a little bit later. Tammy's over there relaxing in the chair. She's like, you're crazy. You're fucking crazy. Anyway, how's everybody doing tonight? The last week has been a flurry. Just a giant, giant flurry. Well, at one point when I had a bunch of stuff written down on what I was going to say, the atmosphere on everything just changed. It kept on changing. This kept on happening. Uh, Give Sun Go got hacked, and then the information of all the camp, all the people that donated to the truckers over in Canada. That information was sent to uh, the to the law enforcement up there, which in turn went to the banks. And then, with them, with Justin Trudeau enacting their War Powers Act, or the equivalent thereof, then next thing you know, they pretty much had immediate access to all the banks. And so as soon as that happened, people went into a panic and they started pulling their money out. And almost immediately, shortly thereafter, the banks went into, if you want to call it a blackout mode. Before we get in it, to, uh, in it any farther than what we already are, the song was, uh, beginning of the song that you heard was from Linkin Park. It was in the end. So, let me go over with what I got, and then we'll go over some more in a little bit of detail. Uh... We'll start out with a little deal, you know, if we look at where we are and what has happened, do not think that this happened overnight because it didn't. This was a slow, gradual change. The liberals played the long game. That's what they did. And for so long, we have, we have thought we have fought the good fight, and it always seemed that we were on the losing end of it. So, let's, we have to look at this a little bit realistically. First off, our goals were too lofty, too high and unachievable. It is not that we couldn't achieve them. It's that we can't do it in the timeline, timeline that we think that we can. It's just, it's just not possible. So, the phrase, Rome wasn't, or Rome wasn't built in a day nor was it destroyed in a day either. The liberals have played the long game, and we must as well, and anything worth doing is worth doing well. So defeat, to, to defeat them, we must think like them, and we must use their own tactics, which means we got to play the long game just like they do. So let's get into the nitty-gritty of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good. At the start of the Obama years, a mo a movement started called the Tea Party Movement. Obama was the first real threat that we had to our republic. There was many others before him, but he was the first legitimate threat, as were most of his colleagues. It is, it was, and still is a grassroots movement that we have today. It is a reminder that we the people had all the power. I don't know about you, but for me, it's still about the grassroots movement. It is it is a movement of today, so a complete rebuild is not necessary. 
we still have what we put in place. It's still there. And we're still doing it today. It's not, a, it's not that we're saying that we need to tell the people to start looking, taking the fight completely at the lower levels. I'm not saying abandon that completely. But in order for us to win this, you have to have a solid foundation. You have to look at this like you're building a house. Before you can build the rest of your house on, on anything, you have to have a solid foundation. Before you can put up walls, floors, or anything, you have to have a solid base. Research has to be done on all the incumbents that are coming. And keep you in mind, because Tammy brought this to mention when we were at dinner today, all three of Nebraska's representatives are up for bid. If you're in Omaha, Jordan, need to talk to your peeps and we need to get Don Bacon out of there. The other two, we're going to have to work on them too. So a lot of research is going to have to be done, but in the end it'll be worth it. The bad. The left has been planning this for years, and much of what the damages we have seen is what the damage is right now. But if we were all to be honest about it, we were just as complacent. We probably didn't take as much effort as what they did to do what they have been doing. This requires work for us, and we have to micromanage all those that we put into office. And that's still a lot of work, too, because what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to become more and more proactive to look at what they're passing. We're catching some of it, but we're not catching all of it. So, you know, the advantage that we have with the group of people that we got right now is, you know, when we start sending information back and forth, when I get information from Chris, a lot of times it's coming off of Twitter. She knows Twitter almost like the back of her hand. When I'm looking for other information to come off of, you know, off of Telegram or something, I got Kelly that's, you know, ringing my phone and saying, hey, did you check this out? See what's going on here? And then I got Jordan coming off on, you know, various other news outlets or other obscure places that holds information. It's just that they're not as well known as most of our common outlets. And, you know, it's just every, every one of you has got something to contribute to the cause on this. The ugly. This movement, if it doesn't achieve what it is set out to do, the end result will not be pretty. I will call this now, and I think this is going to be a toss-up between France and Canada right now. France has been giving a lot of flack over the years for their, what we seem to be a lack of what we'd say is a backbone, but they are far from it. Since the beginning of this movement uh, worldwide, France has been pro protesting consistently for the last two years. They've already got one fatality and several people in the hospital on their protest because of what the police are doing. Canada, as we're speaking, they're, do they're going through it right now. They started following Canada's lead. And if those demands are not met, the government will be forcing the hand of freedom. Make no mistake, 
I have said this before. And whether people go and believe it or not, this will lead to a revolutionary war. And it will be for freedom. The seed is already out. And the only thing that can stop it is by implementing fear and coercion. Uh, to bring this in a little bit further light, I was, like I said before, I am in, on TikTok, I am in Canada's algorithm, which means most of the TikTok feeds that I get are coming out of Canada right now. I'm trying to make friends with people in Australia, France, Poland, any of the other countries so I can get an idea to see if they're seeing what I'm, what, you know, what we'd like to see. But right now, uh, coming out of Canada, it's not good. And one of the gals that I follow over, she's over in British, British Columbia, uh, they said that they're going, they're fearing the worst. And the words that they used, Specifically, a, they're talking a revolutionary war. That's what they're fearing right now. Because right now, uh, Trudeau is out of control. He is completely out of control. Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 where I left off. Well, liberals have to implement such tactics... To even get their programs and policies implemented. And that's because they know they'll never work voluntarily. And they the people know this. That's why. They do it because why would anyone else accept a plan for failure? Why would anyone even suggest that? Unless you're a Democrat that wants to see people fail. Two more things before we end this part of the session. The very toxic government we have today transposes itself to many of the large companies that many of us work for, or I should say some of us. The same attitude of the federal government has taken the same approach from the companies to its people, just like the government does to the taxpayers. So, we'll move on a little bit. So, did anybody notice the distractions when the Ukraine thing was going on? You know, with fake economic reports, that was the smoke covering up for the Clinton's campaign scandal from the John Durham report. Oh, not to mention that... Uh, you know, and I'll probably mention it again. The fact that the CEOs of two separate vaccine companies, two separate companies, Pfizer and Moderna, both the CEOs liquidated all their stocks. Almost sounds like, you know, rats leaving a ship. So as we get closer to the end of the tunnel, more information revealed is revealed in the Rats become more and more desperate. They fight harder, and the end result is the last-ditch efforts. As we watch the free world in protesting, Canada is now under Hitler's regime. The truckers are on day 20, and the last report I had as of yesterday, the leaders of that movement were taken into custody yesterday. 
they just started moving people in they're pepper spraying people uh, some people are saying that the horses that the police are using are trampling all over the protesters there so when again I cannot stress this enough so my message to the people out there in law enforcement if you see a protest like this and it's a peaceful protest don't look at it as anything other than it, that it's just a peaceful protest. It may be inconveniencing some people, but that's part of the protest. Just know that, you know, all they're doing is expressing their First Amendment rights. Please, I beg of you, please do not do like what the Canadian police are doing up there. Now, with that being said, there are a bunch of Canadian officers up there that, you know, said, hey, we ain't going to do this. And so they resigned. Many of them quit. A lot of them resigned. And that, you know, that says a lot about them. Now, if you look at what's going on at the Los Angeles Police Department, I believe it's for Orange County, which is the largest police, the largest sheriff's department in the country, with over 4,000 officers. 3,000 of them, they figure they're probably going to be firing because they're not vaccinated, because the sheriff said no. So... I don't know what the legalities are of all this because they're wanting to downsize the sheriff's department to almost nothing. L.A. is going through a crime spree right now that is just unfreaking believable. They have no control over that. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get rid of the sheriff's department. Well, here's the deal. You might be able to downsize the sheriff's department, but you can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of it. It's in the Constitution. Of all the law enforcement entities that are in this country, the sheriff is the only one mentioned in the Constitution. So I have a feeling that this one might be going to court battle. I don't know, but the last I heard, uh, Christine Yom from South Dakota put the word out to Los Angeles Police Department and the Orange County Sheriff's Department that if you're looking for a job, South Dakota has your back and we'll take you in. I do believe they said they were they would pay for their moving fees to come to South Dakota as well. Says quite a bit. Says quite a bit. So we'll get into what we got going here yet. We got a little bit to go. Uh, from the reports gathered, they feel they all the truckers there will be arrested come today. And on top of which, the Ottawa Police Department purchased, I believe they said it was 10 semi-wreckers. 10 for this occasion. That's insane. But anyway, it just shows you how far poor Canada has fallen. The people are trying so hard. They're trying so hard. With them putting the freeze on 
all that financial information it also put the banks into what you want to call blackout mode shortly after 1, 1 p.m. that afternoon because everybody started withdrawing their money. Now here's the deal. The banks do not have the financial capabilities to give every account holder all their money. They could probably do half of them maybe. But they won't have enough for the rest of them. At all. So, what's that only leave the banks to do? Gotta get a drink. The banks will have to shut down. The last time the banks had shut down, uh, like in the United States, was like during the Great Depression. And we've seen what happened after that. Justin Trudeau has just made this system... Whole lot, a whole lot more unstable and very, very volatile because there's going to be the people constantly have things going on online where they're making bill payments and if they're freezing accounts and you know particularly supposedly you know, those that have contributed to the convoy that uh, there's other people, you know, they're they're going to freeze everything. They're not just going to freeze one, and they're going to do it all until they get they until they get this entire thing all down. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, somebody had brought up to Trudeau's memory, and I don't know if this went personally to him, but I seen this on TikTok. Uh, Germany threw in an Emergency War Powers Act in, in 1933. 1933. The rest of it's history. I'll just say that. Virtually everything our Canadian brothers and sisters are going through is just like something that Stalin, Lenin, Hitler... And Biden would do. And Trudeau has already done it. The, can, the Chinese are calling Trudeau out. The Chinese. Putin is calling Trudeau out. The Prime Minister of Honduras was calling Trudeau out. The only one that wasn't was Joe Biden because Joe was probably holding his fucking hand. So, to top it all off, like I said, John Durham released a report uh, with claims that Hillary was spying on the in Trump in a, all the way through his campaign and all the way till he went into office. I don't know what they were thinking when they did that. Because here's the deal. If anybody remembers history at Watergate, what history had done... What Hillary did with the servers during the campaign was a Watergate scandal. What Hillary did with the White House server is treason. There's no other way that you can look at it. You could look at that as sedition. 
but we like to just call it what it is. It's treason. Now, this report goes a lot deeper than this because this has got a lot of Democrats scurrying. A lot of them. And I mean a lot of them. There's probably going to be some Republicans that are going to be scurrying because whoever did this, they had inside information. Obama said he knew nothing of this. He was asked about it and he said he was never briefed. But in a document that was received by Fox News, they looked on the papers and this thing made its way all the way up from a former president to the now current sitting president. The question is, and the question that everybody wants to know, kind of like what the Democrats said, nobody is above the law. Nobody is above the law. I've seen another TikTok video today that talked about uh, the new word that they're going to be using to define extremism. If you use the word freedom, let that sink in. And I'll say it again. If you use the word freedom, you are considered an extremist. Freedom. Freedom. In my entire lifetime, I don't think I have ever heard that extreme of measures to define somebody or categorize a group of people. Because they love their country, they care for their families, and they care for their friends, and they care for other people around the world. But because you use the word freedom, you are now defined as an extremist. Think about that. I was talking to Jordan earlier this week. I talked to him quite a bit. And one of the things we talked about, I says, you know, it's funny. The Democrats hate this country so much they don't even want to call it a republic. Because republic associates with Republican. And maybe it's because the republic is so successful and democracies haven't been. You know. Kind of like, uh, not all progressives are communists, but all communists have been progressive. That's about all I can say about that. I said what I said, and I mean what I said. And quite, quite frankly, I know most of you out there feel about the same way. If you want to call me the extremist of the group, that's fine. I, I kind of consider myself that way. But I am, I'm diehard for freedom. That's what it's all about. It's all about freedom. Mankind, I said this once before, I'll say it again. I can't stress this enough. Mankind, its very existence is on the, is on the precipice right now. When you got the whole free world protesting, Amish, Mennonites, indigenous Indians of both North America, 
you know, from Canada to the United States, Israel, Japan, protests going all around the world, all over the same thing, all for freedom, all for freedom. And because they want freedom, they are being scrutinized for it. And because they want freedom, they are arresting people for it. I'll be up right now. I don't know really what to think. There's a lot of speculation and a lot of things floating around out there, but I don't know if if it's... I'll be honest, I'm questioning whether we're going to make it to 2024 before this all breaks open. We may not make it to that point. I hope we do, and I hope it's a good I hope the results are good in it. But I don't know if we're going to make it that far. It's not looking very good. And like I said, I'm I'm going to call it right now. One of the two countries is going to start a revolution before this is all done. It's either going to be Canada or France or both of them. And it will bleed down to here. It will consume the world. Russia and China got to be fucking laughing. <coughs> they got to be fucking laughing. So all I'm going to say from from this point is... I guess the only thing we can say is, you know, to the big guy upstairs, I guess it's in your hands now. We can kind of do what we can down here, but I... It's not looking good. It is not looking good. I wish I had some better better insight on it, but... If you wanted to say if there's anything positive, if this, if this means that we're going to get our freedom back for our grandkids and our kids, that they'll be able to experience freedom on a scale that we've always wanted them to do, then let it be on our watch. Let it happen in our generation and let us carry that cross and that burden to make sure that it happens. My name's Tom. She's reading her book. We'll talk at you all later from the rabbit hole.